Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. The Bible talks about seed as an embryonic plant or as life or tears. Jesus says that the Word of God is like a seed. The kingdom of God and faith are like mustard seeds. Our actions and behaviors, be they in the spirit or in the flesh, are also like seeds. And we will reap what we sow. Now, what some cannot accept is the biblical depiction of money as a seed. It is this point that has become very contentious for some. They cannot agree that the principle of sowing and reaping applies to finances as well. That if I give my offerings in obedience to the Lord by faith, I can reap a financial harvest. Now, why must the blessing be only financial, they argue? Can't I also reap non-monetary, non-material blessings? Of course we can. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. But we also shouldn't preclude that we do reap what we sow. In 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 6, Paul makes it plain by saying that the principle of sowing and reaping applies directly to our finances. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. It is indisputable that the context here is on Christian giving in the church. There can be no doubt about it. Practically, every Bible commentary will tell you that Paul was raising financial support for the saints in Jerusalem. And Paul says, if we give sparingly, we will also reap sparingly. If we give bountifully, we will also reap bountifully. Money was likened to a seed of farmer souls. And when we give it as a seed for the purpose of the kingdom, God will give us a bountiful harvest. A while ago, someone said to me that while he believes that sowing and reaping works in every aspect of life, he doesn't believe it works in money matters. He said, I don't believe in the concept of giving and getting. If this is so, then how do we reconcile with 2 Corinthians chapter 9? Because it is the theme of this chapter. In fact, the Living Bible translation says, but remember this, if you give little, you will get little. A farmer who plants just a few seeds will get only a small crop. But if he plants much, he will reap much. But isn't this promoting greed and materialism? Doesn't this promote a transactional relationship with God? True, this might happen if our hearts are not right. Every truth in the kingdom of God can be abused and taken to an extreme making it an error. The truth concerning grace can be abused. The truth concerning discipleship can be abused. The truth concerning faith can be abused. The truth concerning the sovereignty of God can be abused. The same can be said about healing, prophecy, the anointing, speaking in tongues, serving God in ministry, and even evangelism. Every truth of the kingdom can be abused. 
But that doesn't mean we should nullify the Word of God just because it can potentially be abused. They are all still biblical truths. Similarly, the principle of sowing and reaping can be abused, but it is still a law that God has put in place. Einstein theory of relativity has been used for the good of all mankind. We use it for GPS to work so that we can use our Google Maps. We need the theory of relativity for our cell phone networks to work. This theory is used in all MRI scans in the hospitals to save lives. But E equals MC square can also be used to make atomic bombs. And just because we don't like nuclear weapons doesn't negate the theory of general relativity. It all depends on the heart of the user. It is the same for us when it comes to the principle of sowing and reaping. Yes, we must never promote materialism and greed and treat our relationship with God as a transactional one. But neither should we dismiss or outrightly reject the law of sowing and reaping because it was set in place by God. Apart from diligence and honesty, this is how God wants us to trust Him for our provision. To deny it is to deny God's word. The goal is not to throw this law away, but to ensure that there is no greed or materialism in us. God put this law in place to teach us generosity and faith. Some say that Paul was merely encouraging the spirit of generosity in the Corinthians in verse 5 and verse 7, and not really teaching a principle that if they actually give, he will actually bless them back in return. This is ignoring the plain reading of verse 6 and also the context of the whole chapter. Others say that the blessing of God for their giving is anything except financial and material blessings. Again, this contradicts the context. After Paul says, for God loves a cheerful giver in verse 7, he says, and God is able to bless you abundantly in verse 8. What constitutes this abundant blessing? He says, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Surely in all things and having all that you need in this context must include financial and material sufficiency and abundance. Paul then continues to say, in verse 10, now, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. It can't be disputed that when God supply and increase your store of seed, he is blessing us financially the same way we bless others financially. But Paul makes it clear that the blessing is not self-indulgent. Rather, it is so that we can enlarge the harvest of our righteous works for the kingdom of God. This clearly means that we are able to preach the gospel more in building up the church more and helping the poor and needy more. The next verse is even more telling. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. The Greek word for enrich is plotizo, 
which literally means to be made wealthy, to have more than enough money. Again, the purpose is not greed or self-indulgence, but that your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Our giving for the advancement of God's kingdom will result in others glorifying the Lord. Because when God's work is done, people are helped and many are saved and they will give thanks to God and He is glorified. 